0: Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday, May fourth. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schecter.
2: Why? Finding hey, new ways. Finding new you ways to
1: say my your name, name every. You're well, just, I was kind of doing an accent though. It was like doing Schecter. You're just throwing
2: Schechter. out a different Jewish name because you're an anti-Semite and people it's a, it's
1: a Jew thing. It's a Jew thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jew thing you wouldn't understand know.
1: and we've got today's guest who might be a Jew thing too I don't know I doubt it though with that last name but who knows uh, Rex Hupke humor column in <laughs> Chicago Tribune is that yeah, a Jew a, thing a, Rex, it could be Eastern
2: not? European Orthodox it's, it could that's be that's what I'm wondering I don't know
0: what is it Rex what's it's, the name uh, is, the last name's German, so I've I've always. Oh, you a bohunk? Scared. Yeah, I've been too scared to do a. Is that, uh, isn't you? that the term? <clears throat> that,
1: isn't that the term you? Sh- you the, the Southsiders? My Southside friends had all the terms for the ethnic groups that I didn't even know, like bohunk, which I think was German, like Bohemian. Yeah,
0: I I, I so I'm not sure. I've never heard that.
1: I got of. to oh, ask you yeah. this.
2: I got to oh, ask you yeah. this, Rex. So so are you? Is is the family background Catholic?
0: yeah i was raised catholic yeah okay Uh, perfect
2: because you have to understand like cincinnati is like you may know or may not know is german catholic central right like okay we we had all these streets here we have an area called over the rhine which is like our brooklyn you know that now that sounds kind of scary actually (laughs) well it's been shortened to otr everybody calls it otr (laughs) But my point yeah. too is there are a lot of German streets here that were renamed during World War II hmm. because, well, we were fi- – I think actually World War One because we were hmm. fighting the Nazis. And, well, not in World War I. Then we <laughs> were fighting a-, a whole different group of yeah. Germans. But I'm making <laughs> yeah. a point, which is when I moved here and I kept seeing all these names, and I'd be like, oh, that's a Jewish name. That's a Jewish name. And my wife no. would just start laughing. She's like, get used to living in German uh, Cincinnati. Oh. She's like, yeah. it ain't New York City. the name yeah. Like, like the, all the names that I would immediately, immediately assume were Jewish, you know it's kind of like I'm joking about the name Hupke. You know, if you're in New York City, there aren't there aren't as many German Catholics. But if you're in a place like Milwaukee or Cincinnati or, hmm. you know, where there's enough German Catholics, the names all sound the same. Hmm. So so oh, they okay. all think I'm German. I'm, I, they all think I'm German Catholic here. I also have blue eyes, hmm. which probably has something to do with it. So I get to hear all the inside Beautiful blue eyes. I'm like, go ahead, rip them. I'm not one of them. And then I find it all out. Loud. Yep but do not do that I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm being an idiot I mean wait so I've did never, I say I
1: said who Rex it. was right humor columnist Chicago Tribune I think I said that
2: yes just well, some I did, guy I just he did also, anyway. he also is I learned this more recently a professor so Ooh. treat him with the, with the requisite respect he teaches yes, you yeah. teach is it, is it opinion writing you teach what do you teach Rex
0: uh, I teach a it's a features and opinion writing class so it's a little bit of both
2: hmm. oh that's uh, what, so what uh, school what, what college or university
0: uh, Loyola University here in Chicago.
2: Catholic! Go. Catholic!
0: Yeah, so... Uh,
1: Everything's
2: yeah. Catholic to
0: today. Yeah, exactly. But Speaking of Catholic.
1: Right. Uh, Catholic. <laughs> um, well, so today, Rex and company, although Rex knows, but for the rest of you, we were thinking of starting a little bit on the whole Liz Cheney controversy, because it just seems to be blowing up more and more, and it's scaring me. Cliff might be less scared depending on what's going on, but we will talk. And Rex, I'm not God sure exactly knows.
2: what you're scared of. So I'll tell That's you what I mean. scared so I am we'll, when you get into it,
1: we'll get into it. Um, and then we, uh, also wanted to talk and maybe other topics too, but we wanted to talk, uh, there's been talk about the Chicago Tribune being bought or something. And we wanted to talk m- more generally about media and, uh, that kind of issue and how Republicans seem to be very interested in buying media and Democrats just kind of let them, um, but let's start with the Liz Cheney thing. So, uh, Just so folks know, right, the last uh, Liz Cheney voted to impeach Donald Trump. She was one of the, what is it, 10 House members, guys? 10 or 11, I think, Republicans? Yeah, I believe it. I believe it was 10 in the
2: House and 6 in the Senate.
1: Yep. So she was one of the 10. She was very outspoken. She continued to be outspoken about uh, Trump's insurrection, about
2: also continuing. Not to cut John off, but a bigger deal because she was the only one in leadership. She was the number three Ah, ranking. Good point, uh, Cliff. Right. Yep.
1: Right, number three, the House member. Uh, no, very good point. Uh, conservative, Repo- Very conservative Republican. So, anyway, she may know who her dad was. Yep, yeah, <laughs> was. So she's been, well, but I mean, but in her dad's footsteps, though, she is just as conservative as daddy, if not more. So right. Her dad
2: shot his friends right. in the face, and now yep. she's a moderate in the party.
1: Well, no, dad did it in the back. L- Liz would do it in the face.
2: No, he shot his friend <laughs> in the face. You remember who was in the face? Yeah, the, in the great. Back.
0: Dad. They were dove hunting, or? Um, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. When they were, they were doing hunting. controlled hunting in like an air, yeah. closed off area, because that's how all yeah. really good sportsmen do. Well,
1: let's put it this way Dick <laughs> Dick did it by accident. Liz would do it on purpose. Liz is, well, Liz is okay, that no, be fair. no liberal. There we go. And, well, so anyway, just to finish the story. So in the last few days, um, Trump yesterday came out again and put some fucked up written statement out about how, you know, oh, it's the here. Oh, and he did his little king voice too you know, here to forth. He didn't say that, but it was something like, you know, henceforth, the the I won the election. And anybody who says otherwise, it will be called the big lie. So he's did he
2: hereby to, decree it because I like he used well, to do that. It may have been hereby dec- I
1: don't know. I remember, <laughs> it was it, No, it was literally that kind of goofy, goofy language he used. That he loved to do, but he declared that anybody saying that it's a big lie that he won, that's the big lie. He's trying to compromise our language. So Cheney came out, blasted him again, said this is incredibly dangerous. It's bad for the party. And they asked McCarthy, and McCarthy now has made a couple comments about how, you know, this isn't helpful. She's, I think she's gonna have a hard time. A lot of members are having a hard time. This is my favorite quote. McCarthy says, a lot of members are concerned that, you know, she just might not be able to do her job. Well, they're concerned she might not be able to do their job because they're being assholes about her doing her job.
2: She's not willingly being a fascist, and that makes it hard to do your job in the Republican Party. Uh, I I, I want to give it— I want to give it a little bit of context because I think it's important for people. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they got up and they did one of the, They used to do these joint leadership press conferences. Uh, Republican leaders, you know, a couple of them. Oh, mostly. is that where they did it? Well, so this happened. I want to say mm-hmm. two or three months ago, right? And at that point in time, they got up and. Um, and basically, you know, they asked, uh, McCarthy had just sold his soul yet again after initially saying that Trump was somewhat responsible for the, the insurrection. The well, sedition, originally, he was very to yeah. Attack yeah. on our capital for everyone, right. who, you know, who's forgetting what happened. Right. And, and, Maca- and you know, they asked, is Donald Trump, should he be a member of the party going forward? And, and Kevin McCarthy was like, of course, yes, blah, blah, blah. And then they asked Liz Cheney at the end, and she's like, no, I don't think he has anything to offer the party or, you know, something of that nature. And then, and then McCarthy was like, and on that note, <laughs> we'll end in a very sort of snarky way. And that's oh, where, I remember that. Yeah. That's where behind-the-scenes yeah. coverage has said that their battle began, mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. wanted her to just shut up about Trump and be willing to go forward. And for whatever reason, be it principle, be it that she's carving out a different direction because she thinks that, that that's the way to, to go, be it personal because because Trump attacked her dad's the, the administration he was a part of a whole lot, right. whatever right. your reasoning is, from then on, you know, she has refused to be silent, and it's been ticking off more and more members of their leadership. Yeah, and that's where we got to the other day, where where she sent out that tweet. Um, but she'd done something else before that too, and I can't remember what it was. I don't remember if it was a tweet. I don't but she's remember been something. continually she said,
1: critical. Yes. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, the the thing that the thing that's so mind bending about this is that hmm. all she's saying <laughs> is that the election was yeah. fair and. And, and the results should stand as they are because everything went fine. And that is but the truth. And, and far be it yeah. for me to ever agree with or applaud a Cheney of any sort. But yeah. seriously, I mean, she's got the ovaries to stand up here and, and, and actually speak the yeah. truth in her own party, which is yeah. brave by any reasonable measure or, uh, you know, a tyranny by, I guess, the current GOP worldview yeah. or whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's. Again, she's not even directly attack. I mean, all she's talking about is the election aspect. Yeah. this. She is not. I don't think she likes Trump at all. I think she'd be happy to uh, pounce on him for all right. all various reasons. But this is all she's saying is that yep. this was the election oh. was fair. There was no fraud. Period. And anybody right. saying otherwise is a knucklehead. And that is the truth. And everybody mm-hmm. with a brains enough to rattle knows that. So so the fact that she's being you know excoriated for you know, not being pro insurrection, basically, right. or, or it's just, I mean, that is a, boy, is that a, to tell you something about the current state of the GOP.
1: You know what she did say earlier, I remember now, but this was, you know, maybe a month or two ago, whatever, Cliff, because this makes, uh, this is what you were, I think we're getting at. She earlier had also said that, I'm paraphrasing here, there's no reason to think that Trump will continue or should continue being yes. the leader of our party. He's not the leader of our party anymore. He's gone. And I mean, you know, for the, for all the fascist cultists. So, right. so she even did go beyond just yes. Uh, violent coup d'etat trying to assassinate the vice president and members of Congress is bad, which of course that, you know, that's already bad enough for Republicans to, to disagree with, but, but he, she did basically pee on.
2: <laughs> she's the, she's the prostitute. She, she's like a prostitute in a Moscow Hilton. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Um, here's the, here's Um, the thing though, you know, and, and, and that, what Rex was saying, that's what's so hmm. important about this is because we on this podcast often would look at these people and be like, once Trump is gone and we're like, what don't you get unless he, some accident or something befalls him or his body mass finally catches up with him, (laughs) you know, assuming that that he lives a number of however many more years, he will. I mean, he's not going anywhere. Even yeah. banned from Twitter, you know, he still has his perch on Fox and Friends. He still has his email list. He still has, you know, whatever it is, Parlay or Gab or whatever stupid, you know, right wing yeah. social media. <laughs> I mean, just the dumb, dumbest of the –
0: yeah, Go ahead, yeah. Rex. Xenophobe.com or whatever. Exactly. Like they'll yeah. set up
2: something like that. And yeah. so, <laughs> and, and what you have is this slovenly wimpy, I mean, I could have no less respect than I have for the Kevin McCarthys and the Rob Portmans and all the fucking chicken shit enablers. They're just, I mean, they they make my skin crawl. They're, yeah. they're just such yeah. pathetic people. And so as long as he, he doesn't have to even run in the end, as long as he threatens... To turn against them and tell their voters not to vote for them, they're scared. Yeah. And he still, in the end, controls the Republican Party. And I think he enjoys this so much. That's why people are talking about whether he could win if he ran in twenty-four. I could be wrong. I don't think he's going to do it. I, I oh, that could be wrong. Okay, that's that. what we're about. I think yeah. he loves being yeah. the kingmaker, the godfather. They have to go right. to his place and kiss his ring. Right. You know, we'll see. But he he didn't have quite that much power before he was actually president. Now that he's been president and now that he's told the big lie, and everybody's like, oh, he should have been, he really right. was reelected here you know, on their side, right? Then he can, pu- he can do this. So we'll see. Maybe he will right. run again, but I have a feeling he'll just do that. But you know what he we hated. ought to do? We ought to
1: say he was reelected twice so that it's a violation of the Constitution if he gets elected a third time. There you go. <laughs> That's what the, Could you see them saying it if it was our guy? Could you see them? Of course they it? would. Mitch McConnell? Well, I'm sorry, but you already said he was elected twice. <laughs>
0: you know Fucking asshole! Trump, I'm gonna Trump go hated, put my jowls away. Sorry, go ahead, bro. Trump hated being president. I mean, I, I, you know, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a lazy, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's pure narcissist. He sells his that's name. All that's correct.
1: all he does. He markets correct. his name. He yeah. hated that right?
2: he ever had to do anything extra. Yeah, even, even flying over to like you know commemorations in World War II, and then he'd cancel because he didn't feel like and he wanted to watch TV. Oh, remember that he so, wouldn't go so, to the
1: cemetery. Right. Yeah.
2: So my thought it is with such a a lazy, pathetic piece of shit. That, sorry, yeah. I should stop the over-the-top cursing. But you know, as, with what he is,
1: this is a family he's, show. He's,
2: I know exactly. He's got it. All, he's got everything he wanted now because yeah. he still puts yeah. the presidential right. title on everything. He You're claims right. he was really reelected. So I mean, of course, he's yeah. the twice-elected president. So what does he need? to put on the that ceremony
1: when, without the substance.
2: Yeah, he gets all the ceremony. Yeah. They all come and kiss his butt. He gets to put yeah. it on all of the letterhead. I, I, I mean, again, I, I've been wrong about plenty of things and could be wrong about this, but I think as long as he gets some Trumpist who he feels like he controls and they have to, they have to bow to him every step of the way during the election they run, I, I think he's just going to be a lazy yeah. job of the hut sitting there, you know, eating, you know, chowing down on three scoops and 47 Diet Cokes and watching Fox and Friends while making everybody bow before him.
1: Rexy, what do you think?
0: Yeah, That's I think nice. that, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. I um. His,
1: well, OK, then. <laughs> and it, yeah. Yes, like, okay. You <laughs> can no, just yes. I agree with Cliff. Yes. Cliff
0: is right as always. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. No. Go so ahead, the, the, the thing that I think is important about Cheney hmm. is that, you know, in terms of the GOP and its voters going fully to his side, whether it's him or whether he backs someone like this, you know, Ron DeSantis in Florida or whatever uh, for president, you um, you know, Cheney's a, a, a big enough figure and a powerful enough figure that I think that at least gives you an indication that while the majority of the party and its and its voters are in the Trump camp, there remains a, a, a sizable and potentially, you know, small but powerful uh, portion of the of the GOP and of, of sort of, quote, actual conservative people, not, not Trump conservatives, right. who, you know, could might splinter and may actually attempt to to hold their ground a little bit. I don't, uh, I don't think Liz, I mean, I I think what, I think Liz Cheney to her credit, I think, I think she means what she said. You know, I think she has a backbone and I think she, there was clearly a line that she was not willing to cross. Unlike the majority of of Republican lawmakers who just skipped right over it. Um, But I also don't think that she does what she's doing if she doesn't have substantial uh support behind her, in other words, I don't feel like this is purely her right. crusade um and so that I think gives a little bit of hope to the idea that there is some semblance of sanity remaining on that side of the aisle uh n- that may not win you know right. in this next uh, election and stuff but but might be enough to keep hmm. it fragmented and and um help us avoid a you know sort of think- like Trump 2.0 or something like that.
3: OMG, I am using a new skincare system that I absolutely love. People say puffiness and bags under the eyes are the hardest things to get rid of. Until now, introducing Genucel Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix, specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags. Due to new technology, Genucel is an incredibly powerful natural serum, and with its instant effects, it's guaranteed to show results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. That's right. Users saw results in only 12 hours with dramatic improvement in two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, Genusel contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, GenuCell uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. You can try GenuCell right now absolutely risk-free. Go to LoveGenuCell.com Stephanie. Enter that special promo code Stephanie for an extra 10% off. Order now and get the legendary GenuCell XV face cream absolutely free just for trying GenuCell today. Chamonix, the best skin care, best results, or your money back. That's LoveGenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Stephanie. Lovegenuc- Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grow up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When when you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's OmahaSteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, OmahaSteaks.com.
1: I just worry... That we, again, had a violent insurrection. They basically tried to assassinate the vice president and members of Congress. That was, and and at least for a while, we thought that they killed a cop right now. I mean, mind you, the whole idea that a cop died of natural causes after getting beaten up by the crowd is a little weird to me, but whatever. Um, But let's, let's say the cop did die of natural causes. At least for the last three months, we thought they killed him. Even all of that wasn't enough for the Republicans to go, hey, maybe things have gone too far. We're we're terrorist cop
2: killers now. That still still, lessens their culpability. I mean, it's important to say, first of all, that about 140 cops were injured, some of them previously. fair enough.
1: Actually, a good point. One was speared by an
2: American flag in some of the most symbolic maneuvers by these people of all time. Another guy lost an eye. I'm just saying that's all important because they viciously attacked people.
1: Yes. No, fair point, though. But but actually, but that goes that goes to my point. Right. They did so many bad things here that are classic Republican no no's. Right. Like you don't kill cops. You don't beat up cops. You don't try to assassinate Republican vice presidents. I mean, all this crap. Right. You you save it all for minorities. Wait, Cliff, wait, wait. All of that (laughs) wasn't enough is my point. Oh, you save it all for minorities. Okay, that was cute. I was just making a joke. <laughs> Sorry, so. That was cute. That was a good joke. <laughs> um, but, but all of that wasn't enough for them to have some kind of epiphany. I don't understand anymore what it is that has to happen that is such a serious break, such a serious conflagration, that somehow Republican voters and Republican leadership go, gosh, we've gone too far. We need to be good people again. I mean, what else
2: could happen at this I point? I can only tell you one thing, and I'm serious, uh, and I want to start this Only with one saying. thing. There's only I, one I know thing you. That does it. No, no, but seriously, there's only one thing that's true, but, but this is easy. there's only one thing that does it, and I'm, I'm huh. dead serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to make this very clear uh, because of things that go out there. I'm not wishing this secret service. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. People exactly. watching this. I'm oh, just right. making a point here. Trump right. dying is the only thing. You're as right. long as he has – this is objective analysis. As yeah. long as he has a voice – these people yeah. are such cultists and the elected republicans are so freaking scared of him minus a couple governors in very blue states and a couple i mean the biggest example is you know you got your larry hogans and charlie bakers and people in blue states i'm here in a Tell lean people red who those state guys are. well oh so charlie Baker's the governor of uh, massachusetts larry republican. hogan is the governor of maryland republican and right. scott what's his first name is it phil governor of vermont all Republicans. Oh, okay. And they're all very moderate, and they've all come out against Trump. But I, this state I'm in is the perfect example. Mike hmm. DeWine just tried to somewhat break from Trump. Not fully. He still endorsed right. him, supported him, but disagreed with him on the COVID restrictions and whatever. Right. And now the Republican House and Senate here tried to first talk about impeaching oh, him, right. then took away some of his COVID powers, and now they're going to pro- challenge him in a primary. Again, as long as he exists, yeah. and, and that is where Liz Cheney actually, I'll say quickly, I think is making hmm. the the beyond all of the, the, it being the right move in terms of morality, is making the smart move politically. Because what she realizes is you cannot partially oppose Trump. There's no such thing. Once you vote to, 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 to throw him out, like she did, you, you got to go well, all the way because he's coming right, at you. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes right. a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like there is not a, there's not a middle ground and anybody who's tried to tread that middle ground has just gotten walloped by really by both sides you know so uh and look i mean it's so you know you look with everything that happened and and, and with the ridiculous uh stunning amount of support that mm. trump still got in the election the 74 yeah. or whatever million yeah uh, i mean obviously there's power there there's tremendous power there and because of the electoral college and and gerrymandering and all kinds of stuff like that the the that that approach to governing remains a real threat but you know look at the I mean the, look at the response that we that, that has happened to the with when it comes to the voting restrictions you know the corporate responses that have of course gotten you know Ted Cruz and everybody else all all world up and angry at baseball and angry at whatever uh, you know there's no there has never been an inkling uh, of an indication that the larger world and like the corporate world, which, and I'm not trying to paint them as heroes by any stretch, but, 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 you know, they do kind of, <laughs> they, they, they're sort of a leading wind on things. I think, right. uh, you know, they've never embraced any of this, right. Remember the super bowl ads right after Trump was elected were we're, right. were like super, you know, about diversity and unity, and all this stuff. Oh, so, right, right. Uh, you know, they're on the, I mean, they, they, uh, they are on the losing side for sure in terms of, of, mm-hmm. Our society as a whole—it's just a matter of whether they can, you know, coalesce enough, or, or whether they can engage in enough dirty tricks to kind of um, cling that, to power a little bit yes. longer. But it is losing, right. and so somebody like Liz Cheney is has the potential to, uh, you know, get her huh. foot in the door of, of where the future is going to be. You know, because I don't think conservatism is not going away. It's just this brand of red meat hurling, Tucker Carlson smooching. Right. You know, Trumpism is that's just not built. I just keep designed. thinking of
1: I keep thinking of Cabaret and like when they have that, remember, their fatherland song. And then at the end, he goes, you still think you can control them? I just I just have this feeling like they're going to, you know, that we're not going to beat them. I'm not, not we're not going to beat them in the long run. But like, you know, they're going to come back and they could be even worse because there was nothing this guy did that his people said, oh, that goes a little too far.
2: Oh, yeah. just, well, also, forget yeah. 2024, yeah. John. I mean, the real danger hmm. like the Senate is actually teed up. The way it hmm. was for them in eighteen, where we picked up house right. seats, I think, right, and they still picked up senate seats. Or is that I'm losing track of election cycles? But point being, yeah, that was eighteen hmm. because we happen to be trying to reelect people in places like Indiana, right, <laughs> and right. and and North Dakota. Um, it's sort of the opposite this time. So the shame of it is, is I could actually see us gaining senate seats but losing the house, and that's a real hmm. problem. I mean, yeah. we're, I mean that w- w- yeah. with what happened last time, the question will be. As it's been, and I I've pointed out, you know, before that most of these Trump nuts have not turned out for anybody else, no matter how wacky. That they've only turned out the two elections where Trump was on the ballot, and that's why we were surprised those two right. elections. In between, we took all sorts of stuff, including a Senate seat in Alabama, of course a child molester helped us, or whatever we're calling Roy Moore right. for calling right. his girlfriends up while they're in trig class. Right. Um, you know, in Vir- Virginia, we took over the entire state legislature in that off-year election. We won oh, a right, governor seat right. in Kentucky. I mean we go on and on and on in the right. off-year elections. So and and you know, I state like I am here in here in Ohio. Trump wins by eight points both times, but then this the election in between where he's not in the ballot, we only lose the overall house races by a point or two. Right? right? It's a completely different election. So my point mm-hmm. so I'm saying we have to see in twenty-two, but if he can, they can turn out enough of those people. We're in trouble. They're gerrymandering already, they're going to be in Texas, right. you know, in, in a bunch of these places. They're obviously taking away voting rights from us. But Joe Manchin thinks non-existent bipartisanship is more important. And so, yeah. if we can't pass voting rights bills, right. if they get if they get to, to to start restricting our voters in some of these bigger states, plus they gerrymander, you know, we could lose the House just on that. And right. then I could see yeah. us actually picking up the Senate seat in Pennsylvania. I could see us knocking out Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. I could see us picking up the, uh, you know, uh, the open seat, even possibly, because now if we get Tim Ryan as our candidate, who's kind of like slightly only lesser talented than, than, than uh, Sherrod Brown, right. I could see us win it. So, I mean, it, it, but, the, but that's what we should be scared of, because they could take it so cool, back. hello.
1: hello. Oop. Oh, dear. Hello. We've okay something about. something weird happened hey rex uh yeah, w- w- yeah. W- wait wait I, and and now rex w- what do you think about the election uh, you know?
0: They are i know I, I can hear I you, you going yeah wrong. yeah yeah that's what i figured You yeah, must, no. must have some ideas no, 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 <laughs> sounded like somebody got wiped out by the by the tornado. At,
1: that's a the <laughs> little dangles. We're all using dangles right now. Whatever you call the little headset thing. And so when they hit your collar, they go. <laughs> uh, John is I the
2: bet. wicked witch of the west right well, now. See, but now, Cl- but now
1: Cliff knows this is why I always talk about it because at least on my end, it's really loud. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit of a nanny to Cliff because nudging about this stuff. But it it can sometimes be easy, he just...
2: feels that way. It's totally not true
1: though. <laughs> <Sometimes>, exactly. But on <laughs> but on the little dangle hitting your collar, it does sound a little. True. See, there you go.
2: You're the one in the tornado right now, John. I know. This <laughs> yeah, <true>. <laughs> this is true.
1: All right, uh, Rex, Rex the election jump 20... in there, baby.
0: 2022. Sorry, sorry. Screwed, My bad. The, wait, sorry. What was that?
1: Are we screwed in 2022 for the election or
0: what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that oh. the, the House is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, I, I, yeah, I think the houses are the chances of losing the house are are good. Uh, the, the one thing that might counter, hmm. maybe counter that, and and I think it has again, like uh, Cliff was saying, that you know the fact that you know, the gerrymandering, the voter restriction stuff is obviously going to be difficult to overcome. But, uh, you know, one thing that's going to happen here, and it's already maybe happening a little bit, but the, the stuff Biden's doing, and, and the, the reason I'm glad that he has come out the gates swinging in, in a progressive kind of way here with some big, big stuff, people are going to start feeling the results of this, of these things. Uh, you know, it's going to be helping people. And, right. uh, you know, we, you know it, 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 one of the hardest things, I think, especially when people like us who live in and, and eat and breathe all this stuff is, and, and, and we're all, you know, on Twitter and getting all the shouting and yelling and watching the, the news shows and stuff is that, they're, you know, they're really, it sounds a little cliche, but I mean, there is a, a, a pretty damn big chunk of the population that, that we don't really see or hear from. Right. And I think that, that chunk of the population at the end of the day, if they're doing if they're doing well. You know, if their healthcare has been expanded somehow, if they have gotten uh, stimulus to help them through the pandemic, if they're seeing what everybody else is seeing with with, with the you know speed with which people are getting vaccinated right. and uh, the ways that things are improving, uh, I don't know. Yep. I mean, that that could swing it back. In that yep. I mean, look, Biden, and this is why I think Biden was mm-hmm. such a is such a good person for the moment because he is someone who a lot of people who, who are maybe more in the middle, uh, either, either right leaning Democrats or, or left leaning Republicans or independents or whatever can, I mean, he's just not, he's not easy to hate and, you know, he's, he's, and he speaks reasonably and he does the things and he's picking a, you know, uh, (laughs) picking a flower for his wife and he's talking to the kids at the school Mm -hmm. and not being an idiot. And, and, and then you see the good things happening. You see the economy, improving in in other ways. And and so once that starts to hit, and there will be time for that to hit before the election, then that's what I think could swing things. I mean, if things are going really well, and we're through the the worst by I mean, we're already through the worst of the pandemic, I think, but you know, things have really improved from the the COVID pandemic. um, And and people are really getting back to normal lives and their lives feel better than they felt before, then I think there's some hope there. But but, you know, sort of,
2: Numbers wise, excellent point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we're also the key is is that John and I were two of the ones yelling the loudest a decade plus ago was Obama. We've talked about this a lot. Sort of thinking that I'm doing good things and people will just get it, you know. And to the Biden camp people's credit, they learned from that experience. They know that there's they're going to be demonized 24 seven by Fox and the rest. So, so they're actually out there spending a lot of time and money telling people about yeah. the things they're doing and, and that the stimulus did. So you're right, that could change the equation. I, I think we also have to be, I hate to say this, but like, I think we have to be like like them. Classic example is New York is going to lose a, a house seat and everybody was like, oh no, oh no. But what that actually does, considering we control everything in New York by a lot, it gives us the opportunity to literally take four house seats away from them if we redraw it the mm-hmm. way they would. Oh, and we should okay. do that because we know what they're going to do in Texas and Georgia oh, okay. same in yeah. Illinois. Yeah. We have yeah. to do it in Illinois because we know what yeah. they're going to do in all these other places. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been, a for a long time, I was very much of a, do the, I don't care if this is how they would do it. We should do the right thing. <laughs> oh, that be, oh, that, becomes, a, that <laughs> becomes a lot. That becomes a lot more difficult when the other side has begun to be to kill the lean, president. lean, lean heavily in the fascism direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, I'm trying yeah, to be, yeah. I'm trying to be nice about it, but I mean that you know when when they are so wholly unreasonable, uh, and yeah, I think I think that Democrats need to to beat them at their own game at this point, and and some of that involves, uh messaging like a lot of that, frankly, involves messaging, and and yeah, like I, I've I've said a billion times before that with Obama, who was probably one of the best. You know, orators and stuff we've had in a long time, and a great communicator in general to get outflanked by Sarah Palin on Obamacare with her death panel squawking. just oh. utter nonsense. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. Was ridiculous. Like, and so yeah. that's uh, you know, that's why you should just I shut her
1: down. Him. He's the gentleman. Yeah. I mean, I, you can't. Yeah. I think with all of these guys, the thing I think of is you know, think of how, frankly, think of Chris Christie, think of what's his face, Governor of New York Cuomo. Think of these guys who kind of seem to ride out these things like Trump. They ride these things out by kind of going, fuck you in kind of a regular yeah. guy, you know, you know what I mean? Tony Soprano kind of way. And it works. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I think it I've does. always felt that works. Um, D- Dick Cheney, same thing. Dick Cheney was kind of gravitas, but he also was like, well, that's what we're doing. And you kind of like, yeah. oh, OK. I
2: well, the media <laughs> also moves on. Right. It stops being news. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the yeah. Cuomo yeah. people said they looked at the Ralph yeah. Northam example in Virginia. As one of them. They're did like, they say that? They did. Well, I don't know if they, I don't know if they said it out loud, right. but it was right. written about in newspapers. So somebody behind the scenes shared that, that they looked at yeah. Northam, a few other cases, and they said, look, you know, he just kept saying, I'm not going to resign. He did everything yeah. he could to counter the, the way he was being looked at and to do big things for the community that he obviously had victimized in that stupid picture. And in the end, he stuck around, you know, and I'm yeah. not judging the morality of that now. I'm yeah. just saying – that's what the Cuomo people the Trump's people, Republicans yeah. have always known that.
1: Yeah. There it's, is some benefit to turning and going, you know what? Fuck you. You're wrong. Like, again, I mean, who are we talking about a second ago? Who was going after them? That, uh, who are we saying? Oh, oh, Sarah Palin. Somebody who's just a fucking bimbo. And I say bimbo because I say himbo as well about the guys. But somebody who's just a fucking lunatic. You call her out on that and you go, seriously? You know, the woman who couldn't even figure out where Russia was from her home when, correct. frankly, it's right next door? I mean, seriously? This is the woman who thinks Africa is a country? Seriously, this is not the (laughs) one I, but you literally, and of course, you risk making it news, but go ahead and make it news because, as James Carville would say, hang Sarah, I mean, Harry Sarah paling around their neck. To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to The Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.